Dear God, that was a boring ass reveal. I cannot uh-huh. believe there was not a table of stuff after that with like Decepticons or something. Jeez. That's that's gotta be the stinger after the uh music. Jason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And I and, mean, ser- and seriously, that that we gave it to the new guy thing, f John Warden. We need we need a new design team. I'm sorry, we do. You know, this question I'm, I'm, about the design team that, that sits in my head for this. Usually when you do a, a rollback to the core cast, it's usually a new design team. So like, you right. know, when when Aaron's team took over, they they kind of rolled everything back. Right. You know, and then when John's team took over, they rolled everything back. So this is their, you know, their next time around. Uh, you know, are they just out of ideas? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> well, I mean, we I all mean, know that ideas have not existed since, what, 1994 at the latest. So, uh, I mean, it's just it's just the fact that. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, there's it's characters that we've. It's just nothing revealed. Feels new. It's old and tired. I mean, yeah, yeah. we're getting target masters and we're getting micro masters, but it's not new target masters for the most part. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. It's not new micro masters. But I mean, I understand them bringing back some of the old names for trademark purposes. But we we, we got. It's a war for Cybertron and their own Cybertron, but apparently they've already been to Earth and are back to Cybertron. And just but, glued some stuff onto themselves so it looks like they're still from Cybertron. So they, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's Earth. just, it's... I just well, we're well, interested well, in San, San anything they will have. Yeah, a San Diego Comic-Con reveal should not be boring. Well, I want to I direct you back to 2016, I think. When our San Diego Comic Con reveals consisted of the retail scatter shot, and Sentinel Prime was on the floor. I th- oh, wait, no, that was a different. That was last year. Wait, wasn't there a year that Sentinel Prime was the only reveal for SDCC? Wasn't he like the only thing? I thought that happened to the year Titan. Uh, Return. yeah, the um, whenever we got the Titans Return reveal, this may have been a New York Comic Con though. Um, okay. the only new thing in the slides presentation was Sentinel Prime. And then that was shown off on the table afterward. I think that was New York since yeah, I gotcha. um, that was the New York panel. And uh, and what yeah. they showed that was when they showed us a piece of Trypticon. They showed oh, us yeah. the leg or, mm-hmm. or was, yep. Yep, pr- that's probably right. <laughs> I'm wondering now if they only show, uh, showed us the leg because that ratchet broke and they had to just put the rest of it away. <laughs> <laughs> but Could I be. Just, I hate feeling so negative about all of this, but you know, cog is okay. Ironhide is just a a case of, well, what alternative do I have? And those are basically, you know, the only ultra Magnus is okay ish, but I mean, push comes to shove. I have the IDW one and I'm fine with it. There's nothing in here that kind of really fills a needed slot in my, in my collection. We're kind of into the, part of you know the non-84 things were kind of into the part of transformers where i was w- watching ninja turtles and playing paying less attention like micromasters and target masters and things <laughs> you know there there's very little in here that must have for me and there's very little here that's new ideas so that's well, just kind of bugging me 
Well, in a, in a bigger context, what what character would be? What would the right character choices be? Because we've gotten <laughs> just about everyone in the last eight years. Like there, there's. I mean, there are things that we never thought we'd get, like Scrounge, and you know, and characters based out of IDW that we've gotten. Where, the where right, is the right character choice to other to shows. build the line around? Yeah, Eric's Eric's got it. It's. Uh, it's uh, it at this point for me it would have to be uh it would be some other uh shows it would have to be you know so if, if you're not going to you know just make something totally new which i understand why generations you're not going to do that you know move forward give us you know give us uh beast uh, wars give us beast machines give us new unicron trilogy characters because with this is about the you know we have been as far forward from when classics started just about as you know from G, you know we're as far out from beast wars now as g1 was out from classics almost when, when that started it's it's getting close at any rate it's time to do it's time for something else maybe it's just me but we are well beyond like ice cream maker guy levels of obscurity in the in the g1 transformers <laughs> canon here and I'm just like like Don said, it's not just the toys. I am old and tired. I need something else at this point. No, I mean it's it's a completely valid point here. I think back to the times where I was most excited about Transformers, the most engaged with what it was, and it was Energon. Honestly, it was Energon was like my high point for interest in Transformers. Because, like, it was coming off of Armada, which really focused on play features more than anything else, but Energon was getting it back into the level of uh, articulation I was used to from Beast Wars, but still keeping those uh, heavy play pattern gimmicks and making a lot of just, like, really solid toys that did interesting things. And everything since then, in one way or another, has just been a little bit of a step down every time becoming less and less than what came before. Um, and over the last several years where, yeah, okay, we got Combiner Wars, we got Titans Return, where there's a line-wide gimmick, but it's not really to the same extent of a play pattern as Minicons or, um, you know, universal intercombining of Autobots across price points. Uh, into unique combinations, not just, you know, retreads of old five-character combiners. But, um, but ultimately, it's been more and more an exercise of, okay, uh, what characters that I bought three or four years ago am I going to replace this year with the new versions of those same characters and still not bring anything new to the table? Yeah, like, I was I'm starting gonna... to lose the point. Even if there was a new, like a new, really fun gimmick, or they are really, really well well made toys, which I think some of the toys in the late years have been, but it's just the character choices are just so poor at this they're, point because they're not. They're, it's reruns. It's reruns. Yeah. The other thing that bothers me about this uh, line is just that it's just an amalgamation of the choices made that that I think gets to me because it's 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 going back to Uber. 84 styling it's going back to some very specific concepts and a very specific design style and it's it's just that it's like transformers is 
or was, it is getting smaller. Transformers it was big, and there were a lot of different ways to like Transformers and a lot of different things to like about it. And this design team just seems to be so very laser-focused on aspects of Transformers that I was indifferent, indifferent to at best in this point in my life. Which I think leads us to a weird catch-22, right? Because if the design team is asking themselves why why late G1 didn't work, because late G1 didn't work, right? It, it's I mean, as much <laughs> as we have nostalgia for it, it, mm-hmm. it the line ended for a reason. Um, and trying to pepper in what did work into what didn't work. And, and I think that's where you end up with these these choices that seem to be all over the place right now. And then I think the other bigger question is, are we now transitioning to a phase where we are basically the Star Wars and the Marvel fandom where, you know what, they do an Avengers line, there's going to be an Iron Man. They do a Star Wars line, there's going to be a Luke Skywalker. Like, are we at that point where there's just certain characters that we're going to see every three to five years over and over? I think we have been for a while in terms yeah. of the, the main core cast. I think we have been for at least like... How many lines? Like, like I think as soon as Generations started, I don't know about before that, because I mean I wasn't collecting as much. But like by the times that Generations started, for sure, literally every single reboot of Generations has had Optimus Prime, not necessarily Bumblebee, but there's there's been so many Megatron, so many Star Screams. It just we already are that. I think it's just getting worse in terms of like every time they reboot generations they add more characters to that list that we get every time that's the problem is that list keeps on getting longer and longer it went from optimus prime and bumblebee to like adding on you know like i I guess starscream is probably on there too but then just they keep adding more and more and more and then at that point there's only so much new you have per line and that's the point we've gotten to where they've exhausted that they've added so many of their favorite characters to that list that there's way more returning than there are new there's not as many spots for anyone else to shine and that's just the real that's the problem that's weighing things down i think you're onto something there because that's just something i noted that i found frustrating about the bumblebee uh the bumblebee energon igniters line the fact that there are you know they've shown us four different size classes with at least four uh, three to four figures in each size class and so you have a total of 14 possible characters there, I, I figured, uh, from the amount of different entries at, at each size class. There are seven characters across the across the whole thing. Probably about half of it is Bumblebee, which, you know, you would expect in a situation like this. But just, yeah, seven seven characters across four size classes across 14 figures. I still think it's a little more excusable, though, for movies, whereas that's only 10 years old. And they've this is the first movie line that's honestly revisiting all the movies in terms of, well, I guess studio series have a Bumblebee movie. But you know what I mean? This is the first time they're actually going back that 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 the movies are getting their own generations in a sense where it's Mm -hmm. like it's a using pulling from each film into one line. Uh, It's its first time happening, whereas generations has done it how many times generations has run longer than the original series at this point which is why it should switch it up exactly that's the best argument for why generations needs to go take a break for a couple years but um the whole issue of 
the generations line every time it's refreshed, bringing in the same characters. I think ultimately that's why Titans Return for me has been the high point of the last few years because it did the most to bring in not new characters, obviously, but like a different selection of those classic characters that we hadn't necessarily seen in any meaningful capacity before. Like I never expected to get like a brand new trigger happy. That was one of the highlights of the line, honestly, uh, mm-hmm. you know, jump starters, any of that stuff would have been unthinkable three years ago, even, um, you know, Titans return was a lot more interesting because there was more character variety, more, exploration of what they had to work with and that's over now yeah because there's only so much exploration you can do in g1 yeah which it's like oh yeah we got a little bit more of it but we've literally exhausted it to the point where it's it's an actual task to think of a character that hasn't gotten a figure yet yeah, yeah you should... gotta start diving into action masters now basically yeah and yeah. that's just, that's just We're ridiculous doing with the uh with some of the battle masters and and honestly, action masters that could transform for some of those original characters would probably be a more interesting character selection. Yeah, give me a done. give me a damn yes. jackpot, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, so like they did that with Croc. They did that with Croc. I like Gator Croc. That's uh, that's an interesting subversion of the whole concept here, and a really pretty toy. Oh, and yeah. then of course there's the Fun Pub one. If you want something that looks more like what Croc originally looked like, so like you know, there's been a little bit of diving into that, but. Uh, there's still a lot they could tap into making transforming action masters that I would like to see. Gut Cruncher, you know. Skyfall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sky- Skyfall would be really cool to see interpreted now since Skyfall was just so much a Gundam in, uh, you know, Transformers colors, basically. Mm-hmm. Which, the more me and Rob look at old Transformers, the more we start to realize, oh, yeah, they totally just ripped off, you know, this and that Gundam for this design. Like, what was the last thing I came up with for that? Um, uh, Cloudraker, I think? No, um, one of the Pretenders. Yeah. yeah. One of them was basically just like, yep, that's the Zeta Gundam simplified into a tiny little Transformer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would still mm-hmm. trade any of those ideas that you have left to move on to a new generation. Yes. Or at least mix in a new generation. Well, like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, generations doesn't necessarily have to stop, but, like, let's have Armada and Cybertron generations. Honestly, or if they did a Lost Lightline, they they would kill. I mean, they, you know what I mean? They like, very likely would, yeah. Because the the fact that they're discounting their market, their own marketing efforts in having a comic run for 13 years and not do something for that every year or as a a dedicated figure in each assortment like it's it's beyond crazy that well yeah because like it seemed like the pre-warden team was trying to move into leveraging the comics for generations but then as soon as uh warden came on that's when we got the whirl and roadbuster that were basically just the g1 toys redone and then from there that kind of snowballed into what generations has been for the last four years um, you know, cause, uh, Springer and the spotlight series stuff, that was all the old team on their way out. That was their project. That was Mark Weber's team. Um, yeah. Cause, uh, like Springer swerve, uh, like those were things I remember specifically Joe Kide was involved in. Um, and warden and them came on after that point. How long has uh, it taken teams to... Is this the team that's been on? Like, how long is the longest team we've known for, like, how long they've been on? You know what I'm trying to ask. This one might be. 
Aaron, yeah, they, Aaron they, Archer's they team was, was a long time, but this one might be the longest. Yeah, I'd, I I was going to give it a toss-up between the Archer administration and the Warden regime. <laughs> Interesting word choice there. <laughs> yeah, but just, I know what I said. I, yeah, we just yeah, I would love to see more uh more Beast Wars, more m- newer things, you know. Like I said, we d- we need somebody we need somebody in charge of Transformers who isn't utterly blindsided by the idea that <laughs> Optimus Primal would win a fan popularity poll. I think the Thrilling 30 was the peak of of that. Because mm-hmm. Thrilling 30 had that healthy mix, and we haven't gotten that back yet. Thrilling was 30 was a transition point between the two design teams. And that really needs to happen again. Yeah. <laughs> for no, many I'm all reasons. For, I'm all for a design team handoff, because I want to see what um, you know some fresh blood can bring into the Transformers line, because that's always an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, you know, for... For everything I might say about what Warden and company are doing now, like their first major contribution was Combiner Wars, and that's always going to be like a valuable step in what Transformers has offered Mm -hmm. because that was another thing that seemed unthinkable, and they made it work, and they made it work pretty damn well, honestly. But at the same time, like we need freshness agree um, yeah too yeah. too much of a good thing cuz i think they had a good thing too much of a good thing gets old like in this case very quick yeah mm-hmm. it's just i've i've been sitting here quiet because i'm trying not to get you know say the same things over and over again cuz that's what we're seeing is the same things over and over again <laughs> but we're getting another major optimus i mean there's I know there's always going to be an optimus but it's another Optimus, another Ultra Magnus. Uh, Ironhide's at least a new character that we haven't gotten in a while since the uh, since Combiner Wars. Wars ones. There's there's something there, and I mean I don't I mean I appreciate that. I'm I'm glad they're doing a new wave, a new set of toys. I'm glad they're keeping the line going. I'm glad they're you know putting out product for uh, for all the collectors and for the kids. But at the same time, if that's all we're going to get is the same core characters in new bodies, every and I'm just I'm just tired of nothing new. I want I I don't want crazy. I I just I don't know what I want, but I don't want this anymore. So I mean, let's look back. Like classics happened because they needed a back in 2006. Classics happened because they needed a stopgap between the end of Cybertron and when they were going to launch into the movie line, and it proved way more popular than I think they ever expected it to. Because like you know, the first thing they designed was Starscream, which was literally just the how the original Starscream toy worked, but without having to take any parts off of it to transform it. <laughs> And, you know, it just kind of that and Hot Rod, it just kind of developed out from there into something that was really popular. They, you know, it was a low ish risk because it was only what, like two and a half waves, I think, uh, and was only going to span a one year stretch. So that was popular. Then after the movie, they took the risk again, making the universe line, hoping they could recapture what happened the first time. And it worked. But the problem is, I think 
as the new team came in much later and looked back at that, all they're seeing is they made these lines of G1 toys over again, and that was successful. We need to keep doing that because that's what works. Not understanding that what happened was in 2006, making new G1 character toys is tapping into a very specific sub a very specific focus of nostalgia for that time period where it's the it was the kids basically my age who grew up probably with either late G1 or G2 as their main exposure to Transformers initially who would be interested in having modern interpretations of those characters again but that needs to sh- keep shifting forward as your audience turns over like we're at the point now where it needs to be Unicron trilogy stuff at least starting to incorporate into what Generations is. Maybe yeah. not supplanting entirely, but like, you know, get a new hotshot in there. Get, um, get you know, get, get Demolisher. A new... Demolisher, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, make Generations toys, but not the same characters. Get some, I mean, I'm not big on Energon Trilogy, except, except mostly for Cyber. I mean, there's good, again, we've talked about this before. There's good care. There's good toys in Armada. There's good toys in Energon. There's good toys in Cybertron. As a whole, you can get some. You can get some good figures from each of the series. But we need something. We need them, like you said, to keep moving forward because we're at the point where we have enough G1. We have enough 84. We are 84. We are sick of 84. We're sick of 85 to a degree. We're sick of movie to a degree. And if they don't jump, if they don't do something, and they're never, they're never going to go back to Beast, it looks like, unless you get a brand new design team in and they go back in and do like something new with Beasts, a different setting, like the Dreamwave setting with Razor Beast or something along those lines, you know, anything to shake it up a little bit. Because I, I, I guess they're scared without the movie money bringing stuff in. They want to stick to as close to what they think will sell steadily throughout the course of a year without the movie money there to say, well, we screwed up, but we have $600 billion right here that we can fall back (laughs) on. And without that movie money, they're too scared to think outside the box. But the average parent is going to see this Optimus Prime and say, no, you've already got an Optimus. You've already got that one. Not, not not knowing or caring is a different toy. Yeah, especially since this looks ninety percent identical to the fifty dollar yeah. one from this year. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's just I I don't know. I, I, I have think... never. I, I'm sitting here literally bored to tears at a Sandy. I do you know what I'm excited about? Do you know what I am most excited about about San Diego the, reviews? The Golden Girls figures. No. Oh. We are. We are getting a Diamond Select Enterprise C. Eh. I'm excited about that because it's something I would have never expected to get a to get a full size Enterprise C. I, I I would go into my thoughts on the Ambassador class, but that's not really the purview of this. Of this. Right, but I, I'm saying I'm more <laughs> I'm more excited for a Star Trek product than I am anything that they have shown Transformers-wise. So well, I mean, I can I can kind of meet you in the middle there, Don, because I'm more excited about uh, the, the Star Trek versus Transformers comic than I have been about any of the comic media or general Transformers media in the last year or so. I, I think part of what has got me kind of down about all this is just how different, you know, 
the environment is different than when you know classics or universal generations would go away for half a year or a year and come back it's not just that we're getting a constant flow of that it's like don said they are very they are getting laser focused on making everything more g1 robots in disguise i did not get i did not get much of that because i cannot afford to collect two lines at this point but it was at least different from significantly materially different from generations Prime. Mm-hmm. if if you want to get my attention if you want to keep keep generations keep that moniker but give us generations rescue bots give us generations oh, yeah. rid give it give us generations rid characters at this better at the with this better quality better engineering because they're, they're, they're not the not the super detailing not the super detailing yeah, yeah. they can keep the detail yeah but, but <laughs> i'm saying you could you can look at other lines and pull stuff in into generations and it would be fresh and new yeah i mean like, that's kind of the whole definition of generations yeah, see but that, that that leads me into a thought that i've had is that the fact they've been putting more effort into generations as time has gone on and less effort into making the those type of toys for shows whereas like so animated you had all the price points essentially then prime you lost leader class they had like a weaponizer optimus and bumblebee at a certain point but still that was not leader you lost the leader class point then robots in disguise you lost the voyager class price point they've still been making toys but they've been making less of those and it's not just because i think one-step changes are great for especially for target audience and stuff but they've been focusing a lot less on that product because they they added in one step changers but they've still been taking out price points you know easily they've been there's less and less for us to collect from those lines whereas i think that like i'm very the thing from transformers that's shown off i'm most excited for other than maybe ultra magnus but that's a personal thing that i've just been wanting for a while (laughs) uh, is shockwave from the ultra class from cyberverse that thing looks almost completely articulated it looks more articulated than the warrior class. It has, it has knees. It has hips. It has a waist joint. It has a head. It has. But does it have an alt mode? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, it's a fully, <laughs> it's it's basically a Voyager class shockwave. They've been putting less effort into the show lines as it, time has progressed on, and I think that if you made more figures, in for the the shows that people would want, that you would that that would also help solve the problem because you wouldn't just be going to generations for that fix. If you know what I'm saying, if you could get some from another transformers line, I think that that would help because I think cyberverse is showing even they're they're basically like warrior class for, for robots in disguise was the deluxe price point. It was a different take on it, but it was the warrior class for uh, cyberverse looks like it's getting changed even more in terms of, and I don't think necessarily in a great way. Now, they're all bad, but they're getting more restrictions on them. Whereas if you mm-hmm. opened up the show lines more, that would give you another place to at least get something new and fresh. Whereas a lot of people are turned off by the simple toys, stuff like that. I think that if you added in a little bit more of those type of toys that you want from Generations in the current show, that would help. I don't think, I don't think that the the show toy line sold so bad that they're like, no, we need to stop making all these price points. I think they stopped caring because they started caring about generations more. 
I think there's probably some retailer feedback in that too, where they don't want to be supporting a bunch of different price points all at the same time across multiple uh, brand imprints. But they already but, I have mean, it several, goes both several price points for shows, especially and the movie lines where the like the one step changers, the deluxes, like all that. They're all the same size. They all look the same, but it's like three different price points you can get stuff at. That's like around the same price and size where. So it's like if you shifted those around a little bit, I think it would help. But <laughs> yeah, no, I think the best thing that could probably happen would be to give generations a break for a year. Um, switch up the design team a little bit, maybe not replace everybody, but like bring some people on from different divisions and Hasbro rotate your people around and let them spend that year off brainstorming and developing to try to figure out how to evolve the line to be the next thing that they can keep retreading for 10 years. Only keep (laughs) the guy that designed Optimus Primal. Only keep that new guy. (laughs) (laughs) I I think when I really started realizing I had a problem with what Generations had become, it was when I realized that, like, my motivation here is basically just to build up the most perfect cast of, you know, G1 character toys that I could. And then the natural next step from that was to ask, but why? Yep. But isn't and, that... And oh. I still don't have a good answer for that question either. <laughs> but isn't that where the collect, where the hobby's kind of been headed? I mean, if you take into consideration third-party and masterpiece and third-party masterpiece... Um, you know, it, it's all a race to get to the the best version of yeah the most you know, perfect of most a complete character. collection of so, nineteen eighty four. But eventually, that race ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yes, yes, and then what happens? That's that's kind of yes. that's that's the that's the wall I'm hitting here. Except that mine's not with like the third party thing included. It's just like with where generations is going because. For the record, like the third party tendency to just repeat in, you know, increasingly more masterpiece scale, etc. The G1 characters and stuff. I'm not a fan of that trend. Like the third party that I look back fondly upon is the one that gave us like Hearts of Steel designs as toys and upgrade kits for classics Ultra Magnus. So it has Magnus armor, etc. You know. The stuff that either is stuff that would never be made in official capacity or something that um restores absent functionality to an official toy like that's that's my third party that i want yeah i still want that hard to steal shockwave i want that shockwave (laughs) i mean that's that's a really cool looking thing and again it goes to the whole you'd never well presumably never get an official uh transformer that is an ironclad battleship from the civil war uh (laughs) just you wait You know, the funny thing is, before, you know, this week, that was pretty much the mentality, though, is that we were at a point with Hasbro where, hey, we didn't know we couldn't say what they were going to do because they've done a good job of doing things we've never thought they would do. Um, Uh I I use Scrounge as that example because that was my way of trolling the BotCon survey every year was to put put Scrounge on there. And Hmm. there, there you go. Hasbro does it right. And uh, I just troll with that and Marlboro Wheeljack, and we've gotten both of those in the last what five years. Yeah, um, that whole Marlboro <laughs> Wheeljack thing certainly went well for everybody involved. Didn't it? 
but you know the point is like you know your point on third party is is kind of how I've always felt like I'm I don't buy third party you guys know that I and yeah. the very little third party I owned that I ever ever felt comfortable buying was things that I thought were never happen and they still haven't happened it's yeah. Auto Scout and a bunch of Quintessons and a jetpack for Optimus Prime uh, the original G1 <laughs> and and that is the whole of my third party collection and. But, you know, a year ago, I could have been like, I might want to sell those because those might happen. And looking at what we saw today, I, and now I'm like, uh, I, I don't know if those are ever going to happen. Yeah, I think if we were going to get like an auto scout, for instance, it would have been during Titan Return. We were getting the data tablet. Well, we're getting them now in, in Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same mold, but... See, that was that was the thing that I kind of regretted with Titan's Return. Like... Yeah, obviously Blaster and Soundwave were off the shelves after Wave 2, so there wasn't really good support for more of those tablets, but like, there was a lot of potential untapped in having that form factor at that price point that I would have liked to see carry on. Yeah. What is this, uh, RFC More Extra? (laughs) (laughs) Extra medium. (laughs) Yes. 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 RFC extra, extra what, episode 44 RFC extra medium. I like extra saucy. <laughs> extra saucy. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess I guess when we open with John Warden, there is a little bit of that to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob did get a little saucy there in the uh, that, the, that the commentary. So yeah, that was me. He can't help it. He's a saucy guy. I guess I am. So the Bumblebee page works on Entertainment Earth, but I don't see any sort of way to order it. Uh, yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's, I, I got it's that. a very limited definition of working, then, isn't it? Well, it's yeah, a I, pre-order <laughs> now estimated, but there's no, like, buy now button. Yeah, that's so. what I got about 20 minutes ago. Uh, uh, no, actually, I see pre-order add to cart. Oh, I just refreshed oh it. God, what uh, the... Control and F5, everybody. Yep, there it is. <laughs> okay. Pre-order add to cart. I like that through most of this process, looking at, <clears throat> looking at this Entertainment Earth page, every single one of us that's tried has had a different result at basically the same time. Yeah. Yep. And it's really kept it interesting. 